guys, Alex Davis here. Thank you so much for joining me on the Apologetic Fun in 10 podcast, where we are going to give a gospel defense against false beliefs. We are here so that we can defend the gospel of Christ. I am currently pursuing my master's in Christian apologetics at Oklahoma Baptist University, and I'm having a blast and it is fun. So we are going to defend the faith together so that we might go and share the gospel. Join me. Well, you came back, didn't you? You want some more on freedom, some false freedoms, that is, and and what we can know and how to test these false ideals in the world with scripture. Welcome back, my friends. <laughs> I would be thrilled to continue this journey with you today on this beautiful Friday. So let's just go ahead and get started. As now you see the title, today is the false verbal freedoms. There's this false verbal freedom that we see in this world today, guys. And it has to do with corrupting talk, these words, but also just verbiage in general. That's why I'm going to use the word verbal freedom, because it's not only you could say swear words or cuss words, whatever that might be, but it's also just toxic, even though I might not hate like that word that much, but it's like this toxic word, um, an arrangement of words that we see throughout our world right now. So what can that look like? And what does that look like? Well, Let's talk about a few examples. So that could be me going around saying, oh, my Atlanta guys. Like, ooh, I graduated from Baylor University. I was a D1 runner. I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going in life. Like, ooh, I am so stinking cool. I've got what it takes. That is pride. And yes, maybe I assumed after graduating from Baylor that, since I was a D1 runner, that I was going to have the best job. I knew I was going to be fine. Girl and boy, it has been rough. And that is not the case. I was deceived. So there's pride. There's gossip. I won't even give an example of that. We know what that is. There is using cuss words and not building up. So my perspective on cussing and using words that our culture has placed on that is simply like, does it build others up? Now, have I slipped cuss words? Yes. I mean, come on, I'm human. Does that mean it's good? No, but it doesn't build others up. And that's my perspective. And culture has changed over time as to what cuss words or those words mean, but that's what they entail. And we could go on and on with examples, guys. There are multitudes of different quote-unquote verbal freedoms that our world thinks that they should have and can have that makes them feel better. That's the point. This freedom might make you feel better for a second, but in the long run, it makes you feel worse. Why? Because feelings lie to us. Our feelings are not real and tangible. But scripture is and God is. So what does scripture say about what true freedom is? 
and what freedom in verbal sense is not. So we read Ephesians 4.29, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. Does the word, do the words I'm speaking, do the words I'm saying, does the way that I'm constructing my sentences and the way that I'm presenting myself build others up? Is it corrupting? Is it deceiving? Is it fruitful? Is it loving? Then we read in Colossians 4, 6, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Are you thinking before you speak? Are you listening to the people without mustering up your response? We so easily and quickly just want to respond because we think we know the answer. I do this all the time. I have to shut my mind up and tell myself, and force myself to listen because sometimes I just like to hear my own voice, even though I don't want to admit it. We read Matthew 15, 11. It is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. So this is definitely something that comes to my mind, especially if I, swip, I slip a swear word um, under my breath. I get really frustrated Whatever it might be, when I've slipped up and sinned, I think, okay, out of the outpour of my heart comes these words. Out of the outpour of my heart, these things are coming out. So if I'm tempted to gossip, if I'm tempted to talk about my accomplishments, who I've been, where I've gone, what I'm going to do. Why am I talking about these things? What is the status of my heart? Is that actually giving me freedom or is that bringing me into the bondage of slavery? In all honesty, all of this idea of having a verbal freedom to say what we want because we have basic intentionality as humans to just live in our free will, because we do, we have free will. If we live in that, then we're asking for bondage because bondage is being tied to something that brings us back without control on our part. So I'll say that again. Bondage is a form of slavery that brings us back without control on our part. So we are brought back time and time again because we need more of it. And we don't have control of our needing of it. Now, when we are a slave for Christ, this is where it differs. We are created and hemmed by God and we need more of God. We have free will, but we have a decision to choose Christ or not. He's not going to force us. He pursues us, but he doesn't force us to choose him. We have freedom to choose. There is the big difference between these false freedoms of this world and the true freedom in Christ. Christ gives us freedom to decide. Sin entangles us 
holds us tight and we have to have more. We have to. And it is a constant battle between our flesh and our spirit when we know God. So let's talk about some verses that will encourage us to go out and spread the gospel in truth. Proverbs 15, 1 through 2. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. The tongue of the wise commends knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. Proverbs 15, 4. A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but but perverseness (laughs) in it breaks the spirit. Perverseness in it breaks the spirit. Proverbs 21, 23. Whoever speaks his mouth and his tongue keeps himself out of trouble. Proverbs 16, 24. Gracious words are like honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the whole body. Good stuff, guys. Really, really good stuff. And I know it's a hard task to walk in the spirit and truly allow the Lord to take control of our tongues. It is a fire. Our tongues are the hardest muscle to take control of. And some days I have no idea what's coming out of my mouth. And I just have to pray without ceasing diligently throughout the entire day. And that's the case. And it's because our flesh, like I said, is fighting our spirit. They are opposing to one another. You've got this, my friend. You've got this because God's got you and you aren't alone. You aren't fighting this battle alone. You are hopefully in a community of believers. And if not, it's time to find a church. It's time to find a community group. It will change your life. And we are meant to do life together. We aren't meant to do life alone. So that you can have people fill your cup and tell you how loved you are. Thanks for tuning in today. And I'm really excited to talk with you next week, next Friday, again. How blessed is this journey that we get to do together? Apologetics is fun, guys, and we get to do this because the gospel of Christ is true and sure and lasting, and it's time to go defend. (laughs) Talk to you next week. Bye.